This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Did somebody say we do a podcast? You're damn right they did. Al, what's up? We do, uh, Jerry, we do a podcast. A couple things from yesterday that I would like to address with you and ask you to get your opinion on, Jerry. Yesterday we did go uh, horseback riding. Yep. It was a good time. My question to you is, Jerry, do horses want us riding? No. You don't no, think so? I don't. I don't. Like, you don't think those horses uh, that uh, walked us around yesterday on a nice trail, you don't think they're interested in us getting on their back? I actually felt bad for the horse. You did? Yeah, I did. Um, I got up. My horse was uh, was pretty big, actually. You had a large and horse. My the horse. What the hell was that horse's name? Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, and it's funny because before when we were walking around and we were hearing the horses' names, there was one horse that was pretty rambunctious, and its name was Whiskey. Yeah. And then when we were doing the lineup, and they pointed uh-huh. to you. They go, uh, "Jerry, your horse will be Whiskey." I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome." And I said, "Of course it is." <laughs> and he wasn't too bad. He just he was active. He wanted to eat. He yeah. wanted to get out of line. Um, so he was tough. But I did think when I was hopping on, yeah, like these poor things, two, three, four times, five times a day, they got to do this, walk the stupid trail. I don't know. I mean, it's. I felt more. I think they're treated well. Yeah. So I think it's fine, but do I think they enjoy it? No, I think they'd rather graze and run freely. Yeah, I was trying to think, but like before, before you go on the horses, they're they're parked like you would park a car. Yeah. Except they're they're tied to like. like a railing. Like a railing, yes. And to me, I thought they'd much rather walk us around on their backs than stay near this railing. Probably. That's what I was thinking. That's probably true. Uh, so I asked Spike, who's a, a, a vegan, yes. a vegetarian, no, vegan, uh, a big-time animal rights yep. activist. Or not, I don't know if he's an activist. He's, he's for animal rights. Yes. He does a lot of work with animal rights. So I said, do animal rights people think horseback riding is okay? And he said, you know, I never really thought of it. He goes, let's see what PETA thinks. He goes, like, they're the most uh, hardcore. So. Of course. And it wasn't they, – they're not thrilled with it, but they're not 100% against it because they, they do believe that the horses are treated well at these places and, and that sort of thing. That and horseback riding has been going on for hundreds yeah. of years. Before the car, everyone owned horses. Right, and they are built in nature to carry humans on their backs. They are. It was when in Neil deGrasse Tyson's book, yeah, when he talks about how things are so relevant one day 
and then obsolete the next, one of the portions he talks or one of the things he talks about is think about if you were a family in the 1890s and the early 1900s. If you had like a stable of three or four horses, that was really worth something. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden one day, here comes the automobile. And as soon as people had enough money to buy the automobile, the horses weren't worth anything anymore. Who's who needs them? Yeah, it's funny. Even uh, one of the guides on our horse trek yesterday, uh, she, uh, she said, oh, up here on the left is the, the, the park ranger, yep. or, like the police. It was some sort of uh, police. Yep. She goes, you know, up until like 1980-something, they used all horses. Yeah. And then the budgets made it more made it make more sense to move to the automobile. They're put out of work, these horses. Yes, they are. Unemployed. Yeah. Although they're not getting paid, so I guess you don't feel bad for them. Just like my greyhound dog, Jerry. Here in the United States, they're all unemployed now. And really hit the the pet owner lottery with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jerry. (laughs) I I was thinking while I was looking at the horses, you know, you could see something in animals in their eyes Mm -hmm. and in their... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that animal is some sort of... Oh, I mean, we know it's a living being, but it has some sort of soul. Something is going through its head. It's yes. thinking something. Now, right. it ain't thinking English, but it's thinking something. But like, it, do you think a horse has a soul? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I like don't it does. know the answer to that. It might. I mean, they have personality. It has an essence. Yeah, I would agree right? with that. Yeah, of course. So it I was. I will say though, all in all, mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. first got on the horse, yeah. My thought was, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, I know you did have that thought when we got there. And then halfway through it, I'm like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it was fun. And then 45 minutes in, I'm like, is this almost over? Like, this was really, it was perfect time. Any longer would have been too much. I agree. I thought it was very well done. They were very nice. It was good. It was really good. Right, right, Right about when you were getting sick of it. You saw that. I mean, we were. We I saw the flag. The circle. Yeah, it was like you know what? I passed this on the way yep. out. I know we're getting close. Yeah, and we did. We did the big loop. Yes, we were right. Now uh, we talked about going to the Arizona State University bookstore, Jerry, yeah. and buying uh, outfits. Which or my t-shirts. my son over there yesterday. Oh, nice. He got a nice sweatshirt. Did you purchase anything? Me no. Yeah. Well, I told you I'd purchase a shirt. I got a return because I, I bought a medium. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I'm a very large man. Eddie bought a <laughs> Eddie bought a T-shirt. I saw him buy the T-shirt. I saw Eddie wearing the T-shirt. It was not until this morning that Eddie told me he bought a Arizona State University dad T-shirt. <laughs> we didn't realize it says ASU dad on it. He's not a dad, he Jerry. Really, he really didn't inspect that too well, did he? <laughs> no, but I didn't see it either. That's hilarious. You are looking. That's but it was funny. on him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So he was he returning it? No, I think he's just like, yeah, it's a good shirt. It's a shirt. He wore it out. It's, it's tough to return when you've worn it. True. And all the tags Rip are the off tags. Of That's right. Good yeah. point. I still have my tags, Jerry. Right. Understood. That yeah. is fine. I went in there, too. I was. I liked the selection they had. Yeah. My son got a sweatshirt, which was fine. I said, can't you buy a T-shirt? I guess it's $60. Right, exactly. But that's what he wants. He hasn't asked for nothing all week. So yeah. I'm like, if that's what you want, that's fine. Yeah. So now I'll tell you what. I'm not joking. He was all set. Community college, two years, Rutgers. Now he's like, I could see myself here. I'm yeah. like, the hell you can. Yep. <laughs> so well, you're paying. I know. I saw the Walter Cronkite School of yeah. journal or Journalism. Never like, knew they had that here. Why didn't I go here? Because we didn't. Well, what a world we'd be living in, Jerry, if we yeah. went here instead. You might not have con- gone home. That's true. Like, Indiana State was easy. It was cold. Not only would I not have gone home, I may have come here and met a gigantic failure because it's so beautiful here. And then what? Maybe. Or you might have met the girl of your dreams and been married from the time you were 23. 
I could have six kids right now, Jerry. It's we possible. don't know. It is possible. We are led to the path that, that you take that we that the world wants us to go. No, you're led. You you go down the path that you actually walk. We go down the path, Jerry. The world is That's determined, wrong. and the we, world has not determined anything. And we go as we would. We would have always made this decision. Incorrect. I'm only aware of this school now because my decision has been, was made years ago, Jerry. That is not right. I had this question too. By the way, Boomer just went on Radio Row and got out. Yeah, I was wondering. I see Geo's here, and, and Boomer's like, "You better get be ready to go when we when we're yeah, done." He's yeah. ready. Well done. Nice, nice escape. In and out. That was a good escape. Ah, oh. look at you. I <laughs> That's funny. All right. See you. Uh, what else did I have here, Jerry? Oh, I don't know. You know, uh, again, I was intrigued by this. Uh, earlier in the week, I said, where does Arizona get their water supply? Yes. Right? And and then so I, I have been reading this, and there is a lot of controversy about right. Arizona and water. Yeah. Um, but I, I wondered this, too. They go, oh, like in the past however many years, more and more people have been coming to Arizona. Yeah. And the more people that come here, the more resources you need. Mm-hmm. It is 2023. Yes. Why are people just now discovering Arizona is a beautiful place to live? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, where all the, why all of a sudden are we going, hey, you know what? Texas looks like a cool place to live. We always thought, we always knew California. We always knew Florida. Infrastructure. Maybe they've built it up more than it was then. So more jobs. Like, for instance, there's more places to work. I think also the fact that you can work remotely, you can work online. Yeah. There are different opportunities to make money. And on top of that, they have built these areas up. Where we went last night, Spike, Eddie, and myself and, and my son went to a, a brand new sports bar that was on the bottom of a brand new apartment building that was across from a brand new apartment building next to brand new restaurants. It was an awesome little area. Yeah. That wasn't here 20 years ago. Yeah, part of me worries like okay, let's say I want to when I retire, I want to move to Arizona. Sure. Are they going to have enough water for me here? Am I going to be able to get enough food here? Yeah. I worry about resources. I I totally understand. But I, in doing my research about where the water comes from? Yeah. Supposedly, you know, they're in a, there's a very bad drought here yes. right now. And there's there's a town that has five hundred thousand dollars to two million dollar homes. Right. That Scott that was buying their water from Scottsdale mm-hmm. and Scottsdale cut them off because of the really? drought. They have no water. How about that? But the town of Sc- city of Scottsdale claims that they've they told them this was gonna happen for years and years and years. And now we're here. But I do worry about it, that infrastructure-wise. Then one of the articles I was reading, though, Jerry, it said that anything that they build now, yes, they have to make sure they have enough water for a long time for a hundred years. I saw that. So you can't. So in that way, I'm not going to live another hundred years, Jerry. I'd be 153 years old. Correct. That seems unlikely. But you're not going to build anything. Right, but do you? But you just need to go move somewhere where they have the infrastructure set in place. You can't buy somewhere new. Right. Unless they have that plan. Okay. You're right. Right, right, right. So you're saying right now I could buy anything in Scottsdale, yes. Phoenix, because they're not going to run out of water for 100 years. Correct. I'm 53. I'll be dead. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. I'm I mean, good. unless with the way you're going, I mean, you might make a 153. <laughs> Dude, I do not want to live to be 100. I don't have the, Jerry, I don't have the retirement savings for yeah, such yeah, a yeah. thing. Actually, you probably do. I do not. You probably do. Which we'll is make you retire at 90. 
And then you'll be good until you're 153. Imagine that 401k keep building, building, building until oh, you're 90. Man. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> You've got $93 million. I'm trying to time out my living, Jerry, so that my retirement savings ends when I die. I'm not leaving money to anybody. And what happens if you live past that time? That's what I'm saying. Right. That's that's, that's the balance. But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you plan to try and leave some to your niece and nephew? That's and true. And then if in fact you live longer, you're good. They'd be like, "Look at Uncle Al left us some cash." <laughs> he told you he wasn't a creep. Oh, he thought he was the weird uncle. Look at <laughs> he left us. Uh, he left us a little money. He was just thinking of us. Yeah, he left us a little bit of cash. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Give me cash. It was a thrill for me, Jerry, to have Steve Largent here this morning. I could tell. You even asked him a question. I was giddy. I know. I'm giddy about 1980s football. I got to talk to him a little bit before yep. he went on the air. And I said, because uh, I was looking back at, at photos of him before he came, yes. came on. First of all, I like to see what they look like now so that I can recognize them for coming sure. up. But it brought up all the pictures of him. And he used to wear the helmet that had just the two the, bars. Yeah, very thin helmet. Yeah, and I said, oh, I said, I love that you played in the era of the – the two-bar helmet. Yeah. He goes, actually, he goes, I was one of the last guys. He said they really they started introducing those. Uh, he goes, but I loved that old helmet, too. He goes, I was really wearing an, a, an outdated helmet, mm. but I really loved it. Much like Joe Theismann did yes, all those years. with that one bar. Yeah. And I guess it's, too, like the hockey players that don't want to wear the, uh, the, the, not mask, but the... The shield. The shield that comes over. There yeah. are some that were grandfathered in that I think don't have to wear it if they don't want. And at the end, there were guys that were grandfathered in, didn't have to wear the helmet until they kind of retired out right, of you're, the game. You imagine you're Steve Largent and you're used to seeing the ball sure. uh, with just the two mm-hmm. bars. Now you're putting on a, a vision's a little yeah, different. Yeah, the vision's thrown off. Now I think you get used to it very quickly, but yeah. if you're comfortable and they allow it, you're good. You're right. I agree. I wonder, like, what it, it, what, what the hits. Like, what is that extra bar protecting that the two-bar helmet wasn't protecting? Your mouth. <laughs> I, I think know. your nose, too. Maybe. Right? Because that's a lot of space where you could get sure. drilled right in the nose. Who do you get? Earl, Earl, oh, Earl Campbell tomorrow? Who do you got coming in tomorrow? No, he's he, got he's, a great – that guy wore a – that he wore a, a real oh, helmet. He was, he was a workhorse, man. He sure. was something. If I could get more 1980s guys in here. I did get to ask him a question. Oh, you're right. I, I asked him about uh, – Michael uh, Haynes. Mm-hmm. Was it? No. No, Lester Hayes. Okay. Lester Hayes was the guy who wore the stick on the Raiders. Right, right, right. Very unfair that he was able to wear. I did like that Steve Largent was envious of the wide receivers who wear gloves now. Yeah, it's a different game. Again, like we were talking about basketball earlier, which yeah. we're in the warm-up show in a minute. Think of how different being a wide receiver is today to then. There were wide receivers that didn't wear gloves. Yeah. Now they wear gloves with glue on them. Yeah. Well, Steve Largent, they didn't wear gloves. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's he's, it's, he's like, mm, I'm envious. It's why, again, gloves. all these records are so – you gotta you got to stack them up against the errors that they're playing. Right. It's all you can do. Yeah. But, and one of his quarterbacks was Dave Craig, compiler. That Dave guy Craig, was a yeah. compiler, Jerry. Yeah. Well, a lot of that. A lot of that. You know who I often confuse Dave Craig with? Steve DeBerg. They were both like – Wore the same number, mm-hmm. 17. DeBerg wore 16 sometimes. Uh, played with a ton of teams. Kind of looked the same when they were in uniform. Yeah. 80s compilers. 80s compilers. You're nothing but an 80s compiler. <laughs> now, Jerry, today, are you joining us for this no. boat? I'm going over to the waste management practice round, and I screwed up again. So, this, What's I got to stop doing this. I've got to stop doing this. So, I needed to rent a car. Okay. We land in Chicago Friday. Matthew and I have to drive to Champaign to meet the Rutgers basketball team for the game Saturday at Illinois. 
Okay. So I saw the rates last week. I think it was like for a one-day, one-way rental, it was like 70 bucks. I'm like, you know, and I went to get it. Reasonable. And then, and then something came up. I'm like, crap, All right, you know what? And I forgot to do it. So I do it today. It cost me 130 <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I see all week the waste management practice rounds. Monday and Tuesday are free. I didn't know that, or I would have gone over there yesterday. Oh, okay. Today's practice round, I think the regular week is like 100 bucks for Friday or Thursday and Friday. Then it goes up to like 150 on the weekend. But today was 50 bucks, So I go to buy the two tickets this morning because it's day of event 75. So now it's 150 instead of 100 I mean, come on. They get you every it's which way but Sunday, Jerry. Now, partly I was also waiting because I thought I had tickets. I didn't get them. Right. Which is fine. I didn't mind. But I blew it again, and it cost myself an extra $50. Yeah. Hey, come on. So, no, I am not joining you today. Okay. But I'll join you guys for dinner. If, okay. If you have any plans for that, let me know. We'll be back probably by 3.30, I would say. We're going on a riverboat ride. Yeah. And then after that, Jerry, I don't know what the plans are, but let's get together. Me, you, Eddie, your son, Gina. Fine. And we'll call it a party. Yeah. I would say we're going over, and it's it's 8.20 as we are recording this now i yeah. plan to be at the golf event by 9 30 okay i can't imagine i would stay until it was over but yeah. i'm sure four or five hours he'll have had enough yeah he'll be like, i would enough. think yeah i think it's we'll be back pops. by 3 30 ish i would say okay well so. we'll see you over there then tomorrow and then jerry if you wouldn't mind can we meet back here tomorrow morning and do the warm-up program 5 a.m new uh new jersey new york connecticut time 3 a.m. local Phoenix time. Would that be cool by you? Yeah, because I think we'll get fired if we don't show up. That's probably a good point. Right. All right, Jerry. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sun. Here we go on a Wednesday morning, 5.02 from Phoenix. First voices in the convention center today. Good to see you, the Eddie Gary. Good to see your ass on a horse yesterday. Oh, by the way, none of us fell off. We are here, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Albert Jackson Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. I feel like a real cowboy this morning. Uh, did you chafe at all? Uh, no. A little bit? No chafing, no. That's because no. you had those two-tone pants on. No chafing, Jerry. I wore some uh, nice, relaxed pants. I did have this question of the cowboys and cowgirls that were there uh, helping us on the horses. Yeah. And 
why the why do they wear super tight jeans? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Because it seems difficult to get on and off a horse and have your legs like be able to move with the horse with super it's tight wranglers. Difficult on. for us to yeah. get on and off the horse. They hop on and off like it's second nature. Now, as we were on our way to our horseback riding yesterday, Jerry, there was a lot of commotion downtown where we are located. I saw that. Uh, there was uh, there were fire engines everywhere. There were police everywhere. I saw no smoke. Everyone was looking up, like it was uh, Superman or yeah. something. Yeah, and I said that to you. I don't know what's going on, but mm, it's up in the sky. Don't look good. But nothing was smoking, Jerry. Right. I thought maybe there was somebody who was uh, threatening to jump from one of the buildings. Turns out, Jerry, that you have a bionic. No, I'm kidding. No, it turns out there was a uh, a man known as Pro Life Spider Man. Hmm. Pro-life Spider-Man. What does uh, this mean? This is he tries to get the word out for pro-life, so he scales down buildings. Wow. So pro-life Spider-Man, young young fella, he got all the way up to the top of one of these buildings here in downtown and started scaling his way down. With a rope? Not, no. You know what he does? He picks I this, don't know. Yeah. So this story, Jerry, I read fully. You know, the sports stories. <laughs> this this interests you. This interests me. The Super Bowl? Me. Nah. I the Nets a- and Knicks? Nah. Yeah. But this guy, you're in. I could get a headline. I could get by with a headline. This guy picks buildings where there's a crevice down the building, where there's like the way the building is uh, architecturally done, mm-hmm. and he scales by putting his his uh, arms and legs all the way out, and it's like Spider Man. He get uh, arrested. Yes, you, you have do to get right? arrested. Yeah. So how many arrests does the guy have? I don't know. That wasn't in the article. Uh, how could that not be in the article? It might have been. Okay. I didn't go all the way down, Jerry. Wow. I just wanted to see how the uh, pro-life Spider-Man. So you didn't Spider-Man. read the full article. Yeah. So pro-life Spider-Man, which also makes a very large assumption that regular Spider-Man is not pro-life. You know what uh, I'm saying, Well, I don't Jerry? know if he's, he is We don't know. Isn't. This guy's I, making a really big assumption. What I do know about real Spider-Man is he jumps from building to building. Yeah. With right. the webs. This guy doesn't do that. No, he's, he's a scaler. He's a scaler. That's what he is. You're nothing but a scaler. All right. You'll always be a scaler. So now what has he accomplished by having done this now? Well, uh, Gina had that same question. I said, well, now I'm now the abortion debate is now in my head. Oh, I see. Spider-Man has now. come down. And yeah. you answered that exactly the way I was hoping you yeah. would. Yeah. You always ask, why do people fly a flag in front of their house You're for right. a certain purpose? And I've always told you, for awareness. And you'd be like, oh, what does that mean? You just answered right. the question Correct. exactly the way you should have. Pro-life Spider-Man. That's exactly Here right. Here I am having a good old time for myself at Super Bowl. Now I've got to debate one of the huge issues in America. This is why people do things for a cause. So that I blockheads like you and I actually think about it. I guess. So no, no, you just end on, I guess. It is. You just said it. Whether you are pro-life, Jerry... What's the opposite of pro-life? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm not sure what the pro-choice. Pro-life Spider-Man, he uh, took a side, Jerry, and he went down a building, which I will never do, uh, and he got the word out, and he entertained us. No one got hurt. And it was a big to-do. We got the fire department out and about, got them ready to go in case there's a big fire here. They've now got practice. I would think for them that's one of those calls that – you almost take a deep breath and say, yeah, at least it's not a fire. Is there a fire? No, pro-life Spider-Man is scaling the building. But at least you don't have to worry about losing your life in a fire. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Jerry, but uh, pro-Second Amendment Batman's running around. Uh, do you have the stupid <laughs> mask? Are you really going to put the mask on and run around the, the convention center here? 
Pro- death penalty Shazam, Jerry. Is, uh, he's all over. He's all over the town. Now, Jerry, there was some big news last night. Lest big think, news. Lest you think I came here to talk an hour about pro-life <laughs> Spider-Man. Actually, you'd probably prefer that. <laughs> you are incorrect. Mm, I don't know about uh, that. I did see, Jerry, a couple. I have some basketball There's notes. There's actually a lot of big news. Yeah, today. I have some NFL notes. Yeah. I don't have any baseball Would you notes. say uh, there actually is something? Shohei Otani, not happy he didn't win the MVP. Yeah. Now, I didn't. I pulled an owl on that one only because the show was about to start. It was the last thing I wanted to get to as I was wrapping things up. So I will read that during a break. So there is some baseball. But to your point, listen to this. You've got, and then you can decide whatever you think is the thing. You've got in the NBA. Yeah. You've got LeBron passing Kareem. That's pretty cool. Very cool. cool. All right. That was a big moment in Los Angeles. You had the Knicks winning in Orlando. Not a big deal around the country, but the Knicks winning another road game. The Nets again without Durant lose, but the kid goes for 43, third straight, youngest to ever do that with three straight 40-plus games. Cam Thomas I'm talking about. You got that nutball Kyrie Irving. The stuff he was saying yesterday in Dallas is fascinating. You've got Aaron Rodgers who's going to lock himself up in a cave on a a darkness retreat. You've got Garrett Wilson saying he'd be crying if Aaron Rodgers wanted to throw him I mean, there's a lot going on oh and there's a super bowl i would start jerry with lebron james now is no this... that's not good i didn't i didn't write it that way what do you mean <laughs> oh no for me personally i yeah. was like that seems like a big deal you know it why? is a big deal anytime something happens that involves older players yeah i'm interested so i don't know that i li- i don't like new guys breaking records of the classics because i also feel like Anything you look, any of the records you look at, different like a different era, you, right? Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. You can't, the games have changed so, like the NBA, the scoring in the NBA yeah. is so ridiculous because of the three-point shot. Like, you can't compare scoring averages of 2022-23 to even 1994. You just can't. It's a different game. We were watching... We were out last night with uh, Eddie and Spike and my son. We were watching the Rutgers game on my son's phone because, of course, I pick a sports bar that didn't have the Big Ten Network. Um, Yeah, I know. Thank you. (laughs) It really is bizarre. And I looked up at one point. They had the Nets-Suns game on the big screen. And I looked up. I said to Spike, I'm like, there are nine minutes. No, I'm sorry. There was four minutes to go, three minutes, whatever it was. Late first quarter. First quarter. And they had the three-point numbers up. There were 25-3 shot already. Nice. We weren't through the first quarter of the game. And there were 75 points scored on three points. See how he did the math there? 25 I didn't say they made them. I said 25 oh, three-point attempts. Oh, okay, attempts. And we were only still late first quarter. And I'm thinking, this game doesn't even resemble the game that we grew up with, let alone what you watched in the 50s, you know, the Chris not Russo me, Jerry, games. I'm not that old. No, no, not you. I'm oh. saying if you if you watched, if you were an older person, you know, the people that call our oh, station. Oh, I see. Yep, those guys. Right. And you watched the 50s and the 60s, the 70s. You think, I would love to know what Clyde thinks of today's game because it's nothing close. Plus, I was, I was reading uh, statistically, Jerry, they said that uh, of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's points, 90% of them on the skyhook. Well, I'm sure, yeah. But that was that was his shot. Absolutely. I don't know if that's true. I made that. I made that stat up. But I mean, that was what he did, though. Yeah, that's he what he made Skyhook. famous. So you just made that number. Skyhook up. guy. Plus, he had the goggles. Skyhook. Really the cool. goggles were cool. Him and James Worthy made the yes. goggles look cool. Worthy, Worthy more so than Kareem. 
but they still look pretty cool. I did see that uh, LeBron did actually do a skyhook in practice. He was practicing his skyhook. Well, there was a big debate on one of the NBA shows on ESPN yesterday how he breaks the record. And I don't remember, was it Tristan Tom? One of the one of the people on the panel said he is going to go when he gets to within one or he ties it. He's going skyhook or a jump hook. And I think it was just a regular, regular shot. mid-range jump shot. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you're still in the flow of a game you're trying to win. They didn't, but you get his point. That would have been cool if you got one of those running skyhooks across the lane. That would have been neat. Kareem was there, yes. He, I believe so. Yeah, he was. He spoke, yes. And he, I know Kareem dislikes people. He's like type of guy I'm going to be at that age, kind of miserable. When you get to that age, (laughs) you've been there for about eight years. I'd have been like, I didn't want this guy breaking my record. I know. This punk. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Jerry. It is LeBron, though. It's not like this is some nobody that's had some. That's true. You know, like if if it was a scoring record for the season and it was a nobody that did it until this year and then you wonder, oh, is he on drugs or something? I get it. This is LeBron. Is it cooler that he did it as a Laker or because Kareem was a Laker? No. Not cool. I mean, I'm sure out there it is. Cool. To me, it doesn't mean anything. Would you say this, Jerry? Like, when you think of LeBron, do you really think about the Lakers? Nope. You think about the Cavaliers. I even think about the Heat before I think of him as a Laker. Yeah, I think Cavaliers. Right. So, I think for them, maybe. For us, I would say no. I'm going to say, I'm going to just throw a couple players at you, Jerry, NBA style. You tell me who you think link me their team. Most recognizable to them. Okay. Well, I went around. Bernard I went, King, the Knicks. I went, I went a long way around to get there. Right. Kyrie? Uh, the Cavs, probably. See, I see Kyrie as a Celtic. He was there for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> of must, all the teams, must, the Nets and the Cavs the and the Celtics? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. That's interesting. Huh. That's the only one I had. Oh. <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie. He's such a jackass. Yeah. What are you going to say for Patrick Ewing? You're going to take, uh, where do you go? No, Seattle. No, no. No, <laughs> the, no. You think of the Sonics. <laughs> no, I try to think of guys that have played a number of years somewhere else, but I can't think of them. Uh, but anyway, Jerry, Kevin Durant, I guess, is in conversations with uh, Sean Marks, Kyrie. And the uh, owner. Joe, Joe Sy. There you go. It. You thought Look I was going to go to Sy. Yeah, I did, yes. 100% did. I did didn't. Uh, uh, he says that they're in conversations to see if they're going to be a uh, championship. Team. He wants another direction. Like, I get it. What do you think I, their direction is going to be? We're going to try not to win a championship. The idea is to win. Are they going to try and win this year? Oh, or like, are they okay. building for next year and beyond? So you're saying KD wants, though, you're going to go get some more dudes yes, for, us, yes. for me. Because you got the trade deadline this week. The Nets oh. are rumored in a lot of them. Is that right? They're rumored in a lot of different deals. What's Doesn't the biggest it? rumored deal? Um, I would say the biggest names so far that I have seen would be, and I don't think it's possible, would be Siakam from Toronto. Um, that's a name that's out there. Uh, Levine from Chicago is a name that's out there. Uh, who else? Uh, th- those two right now um, I've seen. Also, Ananobi, I see pronounce his name, from Toronto. So there's a bunch of different possibilities. The problem is what you're giving up. So like, I saw the one thing was like, if you want to do a deal with Toronto, they're going to want Nick Claxton. No, we're not doing that's that. That's a no from you? Yeah, I would say so. I would say so, yes. I, I had to tell you, Jerry, none of these names have any buzz to me. Because you don't know them. Yeah, but I know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. You know right. what I'm saying? I've heard of LeBron. I know KD. I know Kyrie. But in fairness, when was the last time you watched an NBA game? That's a fair question. Right. So 
mean, it is kind of is what it is. Yeah. I don't know if you heard if of I it. Ask you, not, not to embarrass you, but even like if I asked you for the biggest player on the Celtics right now, you would say who? I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> have an answer for you, unfortunately. <laughs> Jerry, we'd be here all. Is this a multiple choice? <laughs> no, it's not. Give me a multiple choice, Jerry. Name me four of the Celtics, and I'll hit you with the best. Okay. <laughs> but I can give you a fake name. No, no fake names. You're going to name me four. Right, I'll, give you, I'll give you three. Okay. Give if me three I Celtics. I'll be like, of course, Jerry. It's- Tatum, Brown, or Smart? Tatum. No, oh, Tatum. <laughs> What's his first name? Jason. No, see, you do That's know. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. So why do you play dumb? I'm not playing dumb. I said I need multiple choice. Okay. Because once I've given, given a multiple choice, I go, right. All right. Fair enough. Right, 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 right. So I, I get that there's no buzz, but th- yeah, there's no buzz. more. But if you're in the if you're in NBA circles, if you're a Nets fan, like does Evan feel buzz? Does Keith McPherson feel buzz? I think buzz? right now they're still depressed oh, about the, the Kyrie thing personally. Yeah. Although I, you know, I haven't heard Evan. He was also, as you know, a big Spencer Dinwiddie fan. Oh, to him. the point where you think he named his son after him, which is very possible. Yeah. I don't know if he did or he didn't. So for him, he might be excited. Dinwiddie's come back. The problem is Dinwiddie's name is now in <laughs> trade talks. <laughs> So he might be gone before he ever actually puts the uniform back yeah, on. Yeah, that's no good, Jerry. You got to keep Spencer. Right. Dinner. So if you're the Nets, they have told teams we ain't trading Kevin Durant at least not now. Maybe in the off season, but not now. That they still want to try and add to make this a good team. I All would right. say this: you got a kid who's putting up forty a game, who feels like he can do it every game. He's done it three straight games. You've got Claxton who's gotten better. You add Durant to this team. I mean. They should be pretty good. All right. They should be. Pretty good. They should be. And Durant's out till after the All-Star break. What's his problem? Uh, MCL injury. Oh. Is that your knee or your... Uh... It's the MCL, yeah. Is that in the knee? I believe so, yeah. Or the ACL, the, the MCL. I think it's the other side of the ACL. Oh. Right now, someone's telling you, idiots. You jerks. By some physical therapist that studied all this stuff. Pulling over right now. Yeah, exactly. Jerks. And Jericho Sims is going to be in the dunk competition. Oh. He's on the Knicks. I like the dunk competition. He's a high fan. Eh, it's kind of lost it at this point. Talk about no buzz. What about this? Kareem versus LeBron <laughs> dunk competition. Let's go. I think Kareem is like 75 <laughs> years old. He could probably still do the sky hook. Oh, definitely. But I don't think he wants to dunk anymore. He should play in the horse competition and just sky hook everyone to death. By the way, that would be fun. Right? No, that would be fun. You put him in the uniform. You put the glass, the goggles on him. Sky hook him. The legends yeah. versus the current players. A game of horse. And if you're LeBron, it's got to be someone from the Lakers because yes. you're on the Lakers yes. now. If you're Julius Randle, it's got to be someone from the Knicks. That Maybe Tatum guy, Jerry, versus Larry Bird. Perfect. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> you should go into marketing. <laughs> I'm going to send Adam Silver an email right now. All right, quick break. It is 5-17. We are just underway for a Wednesday edition uh, here from Radio Row in Phoenix. Coming up at 6, the Boomer and Geo program right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
All right, 25 after 5, warm-up show till 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. A lot of basketball in the first segment. How about that, Al? Yeah, let's put an end to that right now, No Jerry. more Adrian Wojnarowski. Yeah. Al Dukes is standing by to break down the NBA. Uh, Maggie Gray and I, Jerry, have had our differences. Uh, we've had arguments. Yeah. Uh, but I am uh, full on board this hot take by Maggie Gray. She has had enough of athletes bringing their small children up for press conferences, and I'm with her. I Get am, those kids out of here. I agree. In I got this case, not so much. Why in this case? I Super agree Bowl? after big games. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. This is a bunch of nonsense. The Super Bowl stuff? We've got reporters that are acting stupid, asking <laughs> dumb questions. I don't, bring them this week. Bring your wife up there, too. Why not? We've got Evan, no problem with it. We've got Evan Washburn out there asking the way, about rap careers. I mean, Jerry, um, it's getting ridiculous. Are you aware that Evan Washburn is staying at our hotel? No. Jerry, I need a photo so with Evan Washburn. You should start stalking him. Is that right? I saw him come into the, t- the team hotel. I saw him come into the hotel last night. Well, I thought he was a bigger star than that. What's wrong with our hotel? I'm just saying, I'm there. You're there. Yeah. Evan Washburn's on t- on shows where 59 million people are watching. Yeah, I know. Well, if he wasn't staying there, he was meeting someone there because he came walking into the into the lobby. No, it's funny if he when he doesn't have his makeup on, if he looks completely different, his disheveled hair. His hair, hair was not per- no no, it was oh, not was disheveled, right? but it was not perfect either. Wow, but it was not disheveled. Was he tan? He looked all right. Yeah, he looked he looked like Evan Washburn. <laughs> Remember, we saw him in Miami a few years ago. Yes, and it looked fake. Yeah, we. I think one of us was like, "Is that a wax figure of Evan Washburn?" Yeah, no. He looked too perfect. That's Evan Washburn. So he didn't look perfect uh, yesterday, but right. he looked good. And it, as as the great Warren Zevon would say, Jerry, and his hair was perfect. Yeah, it wasn't. That's what Evan I'm saying. Washburn. Yeah, it wasn't. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I would like to take a photo with him. There you go. I'm sure we can get that done. All right. I'm kind of with you then on that take, Jerry. After a big game, real game, a real press conference, you can't have your kids up there. Yeah. This is more relaxed this, is nonsense. this week. All right. I'm back on Team Jerry on this one, but I, I like uh, where Maggie's going with this. Yeah, I don't disagree with this her with overall these. premise. No, it'd be great like if you had a really controversial press conference. I remember when like Kyrie was uh, putting uh, yes. the, the, about that film. Yeah, all of a sudden he just shows up with his kids. Can't really ask me any <laughs> questions. I've got small children up here. You, did you hear any of his stuff yesterday? Um, I read his quotes. I mean, this guy. I, honestly, he's just well, Jerry. He feels, and I liked him. He feels disrespected by you Nets fans and the Nets and uh, all sorts of things. Like going this on. is the best part. He basically said, "I had enough." In New York, yeah. it, was, it was tiring. It's enough. Too of much you. of the media. What did you think you were coming <laughs> to? And oh, by the way, you created it. Well, he said that you, you Jerry, and you're part not of not me. You're part of this media not problem. Me. You and Evan Washburn. Yeah. He said, uh, "You never talk about his work ethic." just what he's doing off the floor. Because what he does off the floor disrupts everything that's happening on the floor. And he becomes the story for the wrong reasons. If he would just play basketball, listen, he does a lot of great things. And I mentioned yesterday, the amount of charitable donations he makes, you know, unprovoked or not asked for and he just he shows up and he's dropping ten thousand dollars in this GoFundMe page. He's sending this to this person who's in the hospital. He does a lot of great things. But then he does things that divide teams and organizations yeah. and it's I don't know, the story becomes him. And to blame it on the media, now I'm not saying there haven't been media members that look for stuff. I'm sure there are. But the overall I would think majority of media members are looking to just cover basketball. Yeah. And he wanted to go somewhere where he would be 
celebrated. Loved. You don't think he would have been celebrated here if he just came here, played, and the Nets were doing great? Yes, I do, Jerry. Of course they would. They were, They won 18 of 20 games, and it was like, well, here we go. The Nets are a championship contender. Boy, Kyrie's playing great. I mean, come on. Here's what he needs to know, Jerry. We don't want to talk about the Nets. You bring it upon us to talk Nets. Like, if he came to the Knicks, I think people would be looking for problems. You know, like looking for, for news. But just like he, they were the Nets. Well, he created the news more with the Nets. I agree. We didn't he, go looking for He it. is saying that the media was looking for the stuff. The media. Which is not true. And again, it, if I do wonder, I do wonder if the pandemic didn't hit, and I have stated many times, I have no issue that he didn't want to take the vaccine. That's fine. I get it. And he he dealt with the, with the ramifications of that. But if that didn't happen... Would there have been something else, or would yes. he have just been here playing ball no. like we were hoping he would? He's always got something, Jerry. Now, well, it certainly seems like it's hard to argue at this point. It sure is. And hard I to tried argue. defending him for a long time. Once again, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Well, you got uh, you got the uh, the Giants thing right, Saquon and Daniel Jones. I did you, get that right. You got. You got on their backs. Yes. Or you put them on your back? No, I, I supported them from the start going back to the summer of Correct. last year. When we were all having a good old laugh. When about everybody those else two. had a countdown clock yep. for when we were going to kick Daniel Jones's ass to the curb. And I was one of them. I know you are. I know you are. Jerry, later on in the program during the Boomer and Geo show, we're going to hear from a guest that we've never had on the show. And he it was around in the 1980s. So, you know, when I saw that booking come across, I said, yes, let's take a Mr. Steve Largent. Now, we got a lot of room out here. Do you think Boomer quarterbacking, mm-hmm. Steve Largent's going to go out there, you and I in coverage? Oh, I like this. Can we cover Steve Largent? No. What cover pl- Steve Largent? Yeah. In, what, in what way? In like what we way? knock down a pass? No, he him? doesn't catch a pass. No, I don't think that's possible. Would we, would we play zone coverage? Um, if you would like to play, well, who's who's going to bum rush Boomer? No one. He's got well, all, we got to go five well, Mississippi, yeah, don't we? Mississippi's. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. No, it's got to be man-to-man. You're going to cover Steve Largent man-to-man? Too embarrassing if two of us can't cover him. <laughs> no, that, we got to go man-to-man. Know what he's probably end up doing, Jerry? You, we, if you and I are in zone coverage on Steve Largent, he'd just sit in between the zone and just take the cheap yeah, stuff. I'd be more concerned with the stop-and-go post pattern <laughs> to where we slip, fall, and break our face. And then he's running free with the uh, the NFL themed football. Oh, and I'm a ho- I'll hold right on to him, Jerry. I'm, no, you won't. I'm more of a hand hand combat corner. Oh, sure you are. Okay. I'm a shut down corner. <laughs> yeah, I shut down this conversation. <laughs> I shut down. I was in a beautiful art gallery at the Biltmore area yesterday. Oh, that sounds fun. Actually, it was a, there was an art gallery, Jerry, of just sports stuff, artists that had uh, like football cards. They looked like football cards, but they were paintings. Right, nice. That's awesome. cool. There was a Troy Aikman one. Nice. Joe Did Montana. you buy it? <laughs> I didn't have a couple of drinks and buy it for $18,000. I'll take this wall. <laughs> no, I did not uh, make any purchases there. Jim. All right. Uh, now, is this a big deal? That the Saints have given... Yes. Or the Saints have been given the okay. Permission to talk to Derek Carr. You could talk to Derek Carr, yeah. Yeah. I think it is because the article I read says that means that if Carr wants to go there, that they've already agreed on compensation. So what's his? Well, I don't even know. Like, who's the Saints' quarterback? Right? Was it Andy Dalton? It was. Oh boy. 
Right. So they're in the market for a quarterback like Perfect. the Jets are. I like that, Jerry. We'll get uh, Derek Carr to the Saints and Andy Aaron Rodgers Dal- to the Jets. No, Andy I Dalton don't, to no, the Jets. No, you don't want Andy Dalton here. Come on now. Plus, I'm just did saying. you hear Garrett Wilson? He said he's going to cry if, uh, if what happens. If Aaron Rodgers calls him to say, would you like me to throw passes to you next, se- next oh. season? He said yes. he would have tears coming down his face. Because that's one of the greatest of all oh, time. Really? Because if I was the current Jet quarterback, I'd go right in the locker room and go, Really? <laughs> You're not getting any passes this year. It's all right. He didn't get that many <laughs> from Zach Wilson anyway. Well, he got from the other quarterback. <laughs> yes. But for whatever reason, I don't think Garrett, well, hmm. The Wilson, Garrett, no, the Wilson no, brothers could didn't be wrong. connect. No, maybe maybe it wasn't Garrett Wilson. Maybe it was Elijah Moore, maybe. Yeah, Elijah Moore That's was, the complaint, was. was complaining. But yeah, either way, if you're the current quarter, if you're Mike White or Zach Wilson, you'll be like, uh, guys, hello, yeah. what about us? We'll get Right. You better hope someone else is here because we ain't throwing <laughs> you the football anymore. But now, if, and I don't know that Derek Carr is going to New Orleans, but if he did, that's one guy off the board. And if, now I did like what Garrett Wilson said. They said, what about... Rodgers to the Raiders. There and he is. said, well, I mean, look at the roster. We're better than the Raiders. <laughs> Who said that? Garrett Wilson. Wow. That's what he told Maggie oh, and really? Perloff. Yes. This Maggie and Perloff were making news yesterday. You know who else made the rounds? Was who? Sauce Gardner. Where was he at? For Tums. <laughs> oh, you just bought yourself I some did. Tums uh, at the airport. $15 at the airport. But I got to tell you, they are fantastic. Hi, I'm Sauce Gardner for Tums. Yeah. So he was on with Rome. Okay. He was on an NFL. He was all over the place. Um, and he said, when asked about Aaron Rodgers, well, the rumors about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets having interest, he says, I know a little something about something. He knows something about something. And then Is that hours right? later. Is that a quote? Uh, yeah, it was, actually. And then hours later, he had to tweet. That he was just trolling everybody. Oh, is that right? Yes. You're out here having fun with our I, feelings. I guess. I don't know. I don't, we'll, time will tell, as they say. I want to get into the Aaron Rodgers uh So let's take a break and talk about yeah, that next. Is that we good? We need a break, Jerry. I can't be get, start getting into that and then This guy is cut just off. out there, and he's really going to be out there. Yeah, so I like it. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk about Aaron Rodgers sitting by himself in the dark. Uh, that's for real, actually. And then we'll have Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. All right, 543, warm-up show for a little while longer. Boomer and Geo standing by to kick things off on this Wednesday from Radio Row here in Phoenix. We were talking about uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Aaron Rodgers. Going to go hang out in darkness. Yeah. I th- uh, I go back and forth on Aaron Rodgers, where sometimes I think he's being a complete weirdo, and other things I like. I no, like- that's not going back and forth. That's probably what he is. Oh, okay. Sometimes so, he's being a complete weirdo. Sometimes he's kind of cool. Okay, good. Perfect. And I'm viewing him perfectly, Jerry. Now, explain this darkness retreat to me, because well, I heard him tell Pat McAfee that he's literally just alone in the dark by himself yeah. with his own thoughts for three or four days. Four days, four nights. This is what I don't get. If you put a guy in solitary confinement, isn't that so that you're in the dark and it's, it's I don't know, kind of... think it's a negative. Yeah, like it's yeah. supposed to impact your mind, not in a positive light. I guess this is completely different for what he's trying to get out of it, obviously. Yeah. 
But I don't know. Could you imagine being alone with your own thought? Well, you, well, you kind of are. Yeah, that's from, a good point. Uh, noon to eight every Yeah, that's true. But this is 24 hours a day for four days. Yeah, four days, four nights, complete darkness, retreat. And then he says after that he feels like he'll be a lot closer to a final decision on what he's doing. Now, if he Just makes, make a decision. Well, that's what, this is my question, Jerry. Let's say he goes into the dark all the day, and then like 10 minutes in, he's like, I think I'm going to go to the Raiders. Can he come out? <laughs> or does he no, I, no, I want to know, because if I'm the team that loses out on him, get back in that room. Right, you know what? He has to stay four days, four nights, because being in the darkness maybe an hour, and he comes up with the Raiders, that might not be the final decision. That's exactly I mean, right. Sit on it for another four days, Aaron, in the dark. Yes. he might. At some point, he might want to go back to Green Bay. At some point, he might think the Jets are a good idea. At some point, he might say, you know, I've always wanted to wear the star on the side of my head. Oh, that'd be good for you, Jerry. And at some point, he's going to fall asleep. Do Does he have snacks? I don't know. I've never, I honestly, until this story came out yeah. yesterday, I've never heard of this type of retreat. They should have these. You know how you can go uh, in some areas, like you can go in a float tank? Yes. True rest float mm-hmm. tank. There's one in like Brick, New Jersey. They're all over the place to. now, oh, actually. They're, they're yeah. But just darkness. Like, you just check in. So just rooms with nothing in them. <laughs> and you sit down, you cross your legs in the middle of the floor, and you just think, um. That sounds like a business for us, Jerry. No overhead costs. <laughs> well, we just, just the rent. Blackout curtains. And insurance. And insurance. Yes, in case no. someone passes out. And we'll slide them snacks under the door. Well, it's not prison. Here's some Cheetos. I am, But is it, like, is he in a cave? Is he in a hotel room? I'd love to know the deal with this. I don't know if Pat McAfee got any more details. None of the articles gave any of the details other than Because people were stunned by what they heard. (laughs) Other than he's just going to sit in the dark and come up with an answer. Yeah. It is weird, but you know what? That's him, and if this helps him make his decision, I guess, whatever he's good. I suppose. I don't know. I've never heard of this before. Now, the betting odds have him going to the Raiders. I know. The Raiders. Well, and you know why. Devontae Adams? Correct. And imagine you're Josh McDaniels. You built the whole career being lucky enough to have Tom Brady. Then Aaron Rodgers is going to come walking through the door. Yeah, well, this doesn't go well what for Josh McDaniels lucky, as a head coach. So, What a lucky son of a gun. So I'm trying to look at this. In terms of, by the way, how many people do you think have Googled what is a darkness to oh, in the last 24 hours like lot, I just Jerry. did? It's a lot of yoga. Apparently. A lot of yoga. Yeah. Dark retreat is a spiritual retreat in a space that is completely absent of light. Yeah. Which is an advanced practice in the... <laughs> Buddhism? Mm. And Kalara lineages of Tibetan Buddhism. I wonder if he'll have some ayahuasca, sit in the dark room, throw up on yourself, come up with a decision. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Other people, Jerry, you know how they make a decision? Who's got the most money? I'll right. Go there. I guess for him, at least, money is not an issue, which we know. Uh, here's some other health-related NFL news, Jerry. I kind of like this. Travis Kelsey, he says that uh, he naps multiple times a day. Yeah. 45 now, minutes to an hour nap. Here's my question. Does he also sleep eight hours at night? Or is Good he question. one of these guys, he gets five hours sleep at night but takes four 45-minute oh. naps during the day? Yeah, because I was trying to do the math. If he's getting eight hours sleep at night and he takes multiple one-hour right. naps. which to me means at least four. Yeah, yeah, because the one he said, I had a nap already today. It wasn't even noon. Right. So if he takes four naps yeah. for 45 minutes, that's three more hours of sleep on top of the eight hours, which you would think that the trainers want him to get. 
I don't think he's got enough time to study the playbook. I with think these, he's got plenty of time. What else is he doing? This, with all this sleep. Nah, come on. Hey, he, he's doing- his work day isn't all that long. He can probably take a nap at the facility if he wants. Right, he takes a nap when he wakes up. Come on. That's true. He's probably got a nap room everywhere. Yeah. I do like that idea, though. Yeah, multiple naps a day. Love it. I do. I, I almost took two naps yesterday. That's me on vacation. Or like here, perfect. Like because yeah. of the hour difference, you mm-hmm. go back to your hotel room, take a nap. You go do stuff to, to come back, take a nap. That's exactly what I did. Yesterday, dinner. I took a 40-minute nap when I left here. We went horseback riding, went back to the room, took a 40-minute nap, and then went back out. You're like Travis Kelsey. Well, at least yesterday I was. Uh, a couple quick notes uh, about Tom Brady, Jerry. Yeah. Fox Sports has confirmed there will be no surprise appearances by Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. He will not be in the booth. Good, he, he shouldn't will, be. He will not be pre-gaming. He would be. If you put him in the booth this weekend, and people that thought he would, I mean, come on. Right. He's, he's first of all, not ready for it. Second of all, it would be very disrespectful to, I mean, to Greg Olson, Correct. who, again, as he said, knows what he signed up for. Fair enough. But you can't bump him now. You're right. And then imagine he goes in there and he sucks. Which I would expect him to. You'd have all that time to critique him before he'd get another shot. Right. You're better off. Take your time. Do your practice. Get your reps in. And then come out firing in 2024. I do love this uh, tweet from Tyree Hill after seeing the Tom Brady underpants photo yeah. that uh, he posted. Uh, Tyree Hill tweeted. Tyree. Tyreek. <laughs> <laughs> it's not David Tyree. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, quote, Tom Dunn retired and turned into AB. <laughs> Not yet. We haven't seen him nude in the pool with uh, standing at attention. That, well, hey, hey Right? Well, that was yeah, the photo, was it was not? weird, yeah. And also, let me know when Tom starts singing terrible rap songs with a guy behind him dancing on a counter. <laughs> Didn't AB also assault like a UPS well, driver? Yeah. Uh, was it UPS? I think it was a furniture company guy. <laughs> Yeah. Your couch is here. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's had his issues for sure. I don't get the sense. But then again, who knows? I mean, AB, Antonio Brown says it's, right, people think it's the CTE perhaps. Yeah. From Maybe I don't think Tom Brady has had those issues, but then again, he told his dad he don't want to hit anymore. Then again, he never gets hit. Yeah, exactly. Why well, he played till he was 45. And then I love, I love a player, Jerry, that has an incentive. I love. I agree. Inc- I All contracts in- should be incentive laden. Oh, I love this incentive for Juju Smith-Schuster. He gets himself a million bucks on Sunday if the Chiefs win, and he gets fifty percent of snaps. I love that. Now, do you think this will be in his mind the whole yes. game? Like, oh, I'm coming out this play. Oh, is that right? Um, I I think it crosses his mind at some point. Yes, if he's not on the field enough to get started. But for NFL-wise, this is minimal enough money that the Chiefs aren't going to be like, we can't get through. No, no, I don't. To the Chiefs, a million dollars. Plus, they got to win. This is like uh, making a sports bet. This is on yourself and on your team. And on your team. To go out and win. I I really do. I really wish. And maybe some sports league will figure it out at some point. Baseline salary where everyone is very well off. Yeah. And then the better you do, the more money you make. Yes, it'll that'd be never awesome. happen. The, the the unions will never allow it. But that's how it should be. I got to look at the over unders for Juju Smith Schuster catches Jerry with this uh, with knowing he's got this incentive. It's gonna suck for him if he drops a ball. How much if every player was guaranteed two million dollars on an NFL team? Two million. So that's fifty three. All right. right. So that would be a hundred and six million dollars, and you had a two hundred and twenty five million dollar cap. Like your incentives probably, I don't know, you'd have to figure it out. You could make a ton of money 
if you stood out now, you might have some division in the locker room when one guy's made. Like, think about the Jets situation <laughs> when the passes are going yeah. too many times to Garrett Wilson and not enough times here, or I'm not getting enough carries. That's a problem. That'd be great. But, God, if you could figure it out, that's how you get the best out of everybody. There'd be more people like a Geno Smith getting his jaw broken in the locker room. <laughs> Throw me the ball! <laughs> <laughs> You'd have fights every week. I've got children to feed. Right, maybe this isn't a great idea. <laughs> I like it for another league. Like, you know, the, the XFL is always trying something yes, well, new or USFL. Isn't that how they... Did their contracts? Incentive-based? I think they were. That's awesome. I think they were. I'm not... And the XFL is next year or this year? Who knows? I know the USFL is back in April. Yeah, I don't I feel like attention. the XFL is next year, but it could be coming up soon. Yeah. I don't know. We'll check. Anyway, we got to take a break. All right. When we come back, the biggest story of the morning. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that we lead off with the that. Biggest, well, no, you usually save it for the end because we're leading into Boomer and Geo. All right. So what we'll do is we'll replay the open of the show. No, uh, when we come back, very big story, and then Boomer and Gio will carry you through for the next four hours right here on The Fan. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple minutes to go. Boomer and Geo in their places, ready to rock at 6 o'clock. All right, Al, the moment of truth has come. The big reveal and the big final story of the hour. Well, I think you oversold that, Jerry, oh. but uh, I just want to give you a quick update, Jerry, a thoughts and prayers segment for Jerry the King Lawler, pro wrestler, mm. uh, WWE former announcer. Uh, he had a stroke and emergency surgery, Jerry. This dude's 73 years old. He was the guy who feuded with Andy Kaufman back in the day. Smacked the crap out of him on the Letterman show. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. You don't recall this? No. Did you even watch Memphis wrestling, Jerry? No. Oh. I did not. All I watched was a little bit of Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Superfly snuck up. Oh, yeah. Well, and a little was, Andre the Giant. He was involved in that era as well. He moved oh, around sure. as Jerry the King Lawler. I know his name, but I, could, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I don't like Jerry when old wrestlers or old NFLers have health problems. What about old broadcasters? Ah. They've had their time. That's what the business you're in. Oh, right. Yeah, and old broadcasters as well. Not that they've had their time. It's mainly the the people that I grew up watching on my screen, Jerry. I understand. As a young boy. Well, it's because time is flying right by us, and we see ourselves in them. I see myself in Jerry the King Lawler. You're only 20 years off that. Of Jerry the King Lawler? Yeah. Oh, damn. How long have you been doing this show? Long time, Jerry. Yeah. You're closing in on that 20-year mark. I'm coming to see you, King. <laughs> you might be. Jerry the King Lawler. So uh, yeah. thoughts and prayers for him, Jerry. Who was that? That guy used to do the pile driver and the heart punch. Out of all the wrestlers that have come and gone, yeah. who have you missed the most? Who's passed? Yeah. Your woo guy is still kicking. Yeah, so that's Ric Flair is still kicking. Well, yep. we thought we lost him a couple of times. I love the magnificent Morocco, Jerry. Don, Don the Rock Morocco. He's still doing well, though. He does a... <laughs> podcast of course he does <laughs> do, you, do you listen to it i do i've n- never I once no this is one place i haven't delved into former pro wrestling <laughs> podcast give it time <laughs> give it time give it time on a slow day we're like oh, let me check out that magnificent morocco podcast see what he's up to how many listeners does that get uh he be uh, not no. wfan wfan fm wfan fm hd1 new york always live on the free odyssey app